Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Mmm, free roll time. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowd-funded comic for this here episode is The Listener. Still The Listener. I'm going to keep pushing The Listener. The Listener is amazing. It is now live, live on Kickstarter. Uh, if you're looking for something, um, hmm... Unlike anything you've really read before, definitely seen before, the art on this is fantastic. Oh my god. Um, Mr. Eric is going to win all of the awards. It is. And it's already a project we love, according to Kickstarter. It's a project I've been loving, though. So, if you don't know what the listener is, you probably haven't been listening to the podcast lately. I just had Dustin Brunel on lately, and uh, we, we, we go in-depth on it, but for the most part, it is a supernatural retelling of true stories based off of a real man that did real gnarly shit. So, head on over to Kickstarter and search The Listener. Talking issue number two, baby, by Dustin Burnell. Uh, Proudly, this comic is proudly fueled by Inked Marketing Solutions. Oh, well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 285. The 285th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a highlight episode. I'll be going over all the stuff, what had happened between the 10th and now. So, news, speculation, and uh, some of my favorite stuff that I read during the week, and then some. So... Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to toast to some comics, raise my glass to some comics. It's just Red Bull, I'm not going to lie. This podcast is uh, not sponsored by Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> I got I got, oh, got some shit to do. I can't be having some li- libations yet. Not yet, at least. But that's not... Uh, yeah. How you doing? <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I am. I'm officially ready to talk comics. I'm going through, knocking out the last couple books I gotta read from last week, and admittedly, there's still a couple of missed. Uh, I'm ashamed I didn't really get around to them, but it is what it is. Let's uh, let's talk some news, huh? Let's talk some news before we get into all that. Um, ah, where to begin? Where to begin? You know, unlike last week, uh, it's all good news this week. All good news. I didn't find anything bad to talk about last week. I was like, you have some shade, and you have some shade. I was just fastballing the shade. Uh, not this week, man. I'm back to my true form. 
I'm in a better mood. Probably because the news is better. What's the news? Hmm. All right, let's start with Last Ronin. Last Ronin. Don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything right now. Uh, but uh, number two, as you know, came out just very recently, and it broke records. Broke records. Uh, highest printed single issue ever from IDW. That's that's big. That's big. You know, and the second printing hasn't even come out yet, and I think that that includes all three printings of the first issue. So if the first printing is bigger than all three printings combined of issue one, then are we talking like 200, two and a quarter thousand fucking issues printed on this? That's gnarly, man. That is gnarly. But I tell you what, I believe it, though. I do believe it because, um, honestly, I mean... This this book isn't really fetching any type of uh, let's no one's really flipping this book right now. Let's put it that way. You know, the first issue could still be flipped. You know, it still goes for like thirty five to forty bucks, and all the variants, the one in ten variants, do you know, still sells for more. Um, actually, between then and now, I know I'm talking more speculation than anything, um, but whatever. Uh, the, the the one in ten on issue two kind of. Uh, it's already down like 10 bucks from what I paid for it. So, ooh. Um, now, granted, yeah, it's going get, to get slabbed, and I'm definitely going to make my money off of it for sure. Um, but uh, once again, I'm not talking speculation yet, but, you know, that's not what this part is. And I believe you, I'm going to get around to speculating on this issue. But the point of all of that rambling really was is um, for, for their. The, the the price of the 1 in 10 to have dipped in value, that doesn't mean it's a bad issue or anything like that or people lost their interest. Well, those incentives are based off of the print run. The higher the print run, the more incentives are out there. So naturally, it's proof. It's proof that all of those uh, <laughs> all those fucking covers, man, or all those books, they're, they're, they're floating around. I'm going to say 200,000. That's, that's, my, that's my guesstimate. And I would assume probably climbing too. Once again, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say why this book is, you know, is just a a late bloomer, because um, that's not what this is. The fact is, is that congratulations, Last Ronin, congratulations, IDW, um, y'all broke some records. So get excited, man! You're selling fucking comic books, you know. <laughs> it doesn't say. I mean, it would be a turtles book, but yeah. You know, I don't see a Power Rangers book. You know, I don't see Boom ever doing two hundred thousand copies or one hundred and fifty thousand copies of a Power Rangers book ever. You know, and uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> oh man, are the turtles more iconic than the Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah, but mm, Power Rangers are still kind of yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> fucking IDW, man. Breaking records. Uh, I don't know. I want to save the best for last, but I can't decide what the best is. Let's talk uh, Batman 89 and Superman 74. This is kind of a good news, bad news situation. Um, I'm going to start with the good news on this. Um, Batman 89 and Superman 74, those stories are going to be continued on in comics. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're talking Billy D. Williams. Two for, uh, yeah, fuck Two-Face. His story is going to be continued on from what I'm understanding. You know, Michael Keaton resembling the Batman. Ah, oh, Superman 74. You know, 
Christopher Reeves's with his legs. Uh, <laughs> too soon, um, man. Um, this I know it has a lot of people excited. A lot of people excited. Now here's the shitty thing. Uh, it's digital first. Keyword being first though. There will be a printed issue. I think they're saying May is what I'm understanding. And you know, in comic book world, that's right around the corner. Uh, but um. Fuck, man, I'm not reading it digital first. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I'm totally jumping on Batman 89. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? See, now, you know, I'm going to go on a little rant for a second here. Uh, people, hmm, people that get their comic books signed by actors. Uh, to me, you know, well, for one, if the actual actor's face isn't on the cover, I find that to be very, very, very silly altogether, because that actor had nothing to do with that character otherwise resembling it. But if, you know, they printed a comic book for the sake of that actor, then sure. Sign away, I guess. Now, my my, my point to all this is, um, I, I'm still not really all that for it. Um, I, I, just for the sake of what actors <laughs> have the audacity to charge to sign a comic book when the creators would never even come close to charging that. Um... Let's put it this way. When Jamie Foxx is at Comic-Con in three years signing autographs for Spawn, I guarantee you he's charging more than Tom McFarlane. Just fucking saying. Um, but my, my, my point to all that is there's only one, one, one Hollywood actor that has portrayed a character that I would actually allow to sign my comic book um, and be stoked and maybe potentially pay Hollywood autograph fees. And that is Michael Keaton because he is, to me... In my personal opinion, the O the OG um, Hollywood superhero. Now, some some would say Christopher Reeves, mm, fucking Superman. Sure, I mean, I guess I'm not going to argue that, but Superman's not my character. To me, it's Batman, and I honestly think Batman did way more for comic book movies than Superman did. Just saying. So, um, yeah, fucking a man. Uh, Michael Keaton's gorgeous goddamn chin is going to be all up in some comics oh man even if it is digital first i cannot fucking wait uh let's see here all right the, I, I got two stories left which one's better um predator or boba fett fuck it um i'll just say predator because that's that's in the order it is on the list uh predator you know we've been doing alien covers right obviously i've been collecting them all i've seen i've been saying it's just a matter of time before we get our predator covers and I'll be dipped. Uh, we got our first taste. Yeah, man. Fucking uh, Outright Geekery was the... Outright... Yeah, fucking Outright Geekery. It was the first place I found, or they, they, they broke the news that the Predator covers are coming. So I saw, I think, six or seven of the the, the, the covers. And I would imagine there's going to be a lot more than seven. You know, I'm going to say probably, you know, 15 or 20 like there was with the aliens. What am I doing here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, 15, I want to say. 15 or 16. Yeah, 16. So uh, at least that's what I see on my wall thus far. Um, I don't know if they've all come out yet or not. But yeah. um, I'll take 16 Predator covers to go right under fucking Ethan. I already cleared the space on the wall. It's going to be a fun display piece. Oh, these fucking Predator covers are dope. They're dope. Uh, so far, so far, I gotta say, you know, I haven't seen any Daniel Warren Johnson or anything like that, but if you give me a Daniel Warren Johnson, 
um, Thor vs. Predator <laughs> cover. I'm going to fucking poop my pants. That's all there is. I'm going to poop all over the place. All over. So, pff, rejoice. It's confirmed. It's a thing. Now, now, we just need that engineer set, right? Remember Prometheus too, right? Fucking... I don't know if the engineer covers are going to come, though. Prometheus isn't as mainstream as Alien and Predator, but... Isn't this exciting? Okay. Exciting. Um, I don't remember the last time I've seen a Star Wars crossover. Uh, Star Wars doesn't really cross over. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty linear for the most part. And I know when people hear Marvel crossovers, most most people get their uh, get their their junk in a bunch. And you know, sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. I don't know. It just kind of depends on which side of my Gemini I'm feeling that day, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but um, goddamn, I don't think anybody's gonna be mad about this crossover. Because we're getting Boba Fett. And I mean, when I say crossover, we're, we're crossing over into Vader. We're crossing over into the Star Wars ongoing. I uh, think Dr. Aphra? I think it even crosses over into Dr. Aphra. And this is, this is a key point in Boba Fett's life that a lot of people have fucking questions about what happens during this time. Um, oh my god. Who's doing it? Who's doing it? Maybe I already said it. Maybe I didn't. Charles Soule. So you know it's going to be absolutely fantastic. There's nobody on the planet that does Star Wars better than Charles Soule right now. I mean, he's doing the no- the graph or no the 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 novels. Um, he's 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 really outlining uh, Star Wars. You know, people say, "Oh, fucking Feige," or not Feige. Um, what's his name? Favreau. Favreau. He's do- killing it for Star Wars. Uh, don't discredit Charles Soule. Um, granted, Favreau on a more mainstream level is, yeah, sure, absolutely. And I'm not going to argue who is doing better. But uh, my point is, is that Charles Soule is also doing incredible things for the Star Wars universe, too. He's doing these High Republic novels now. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's back to doing some comics and he's doing a fucking Boba Fett crossover. This is, this is beautiful times, people. Come on. I mean, this is... I don't, I don't, I don't know how to be more excited about this. <laughs> Here, let me take some Red Bull. Maybe I could be more excited about it. Take some Red Bull, like it's a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Uh, that's the news. <laughs> I, uh, it's, like I said, all good news, really. All good news, other than the fact we're gonna have to, you know, the the purists like myself are gonna have to wait just a little bit extra to um, read the Batman 89 and the Superman 74, but, you know, like I said, May's right around the corner. So, yeah, A. How about some, uh, how about, mm-hmm, some speculation? I got some speculation to talk about. Uh, let's start, what speculation, you might ask? <laughs> I don't know if you guys can fucking hear that right now, but there's a baby rattling on my door. Don't worry. I'm just on the outside of the hallway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear the screams for Dada outside the, the old studio Cerebro here. I assure you, she's fine. She's just uh, learning words. Uh, back to, what the fuck was I talking about? Speculation. 
Um, hmm, the books to spec on last week. Uh, unexpected. Unexpected books for sure, so I'll save that for last. Let's start with, uh, let's see here. What what might have put a dollar in your pocket? You know what, real quick, I want to check on how HaHa is doing. How is the second print of HaHa doing on the secondary market? A.K.A. eBay. Bam. HaHa number one, second print. Completed. Uh, yeah, no, still fucking cover price. So maybe not much to spec on yet, but I think it's a long term. I think this is long term for sure. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna actually pick one up while it's cheap. Uh, cause for whatever reason, oh, this was the that's right. This is the week I forgot to put in my pull list. Thankfully, this is only one of very few that I missed out on. But nevertheless, ugh, that sucks. But still, I think it's worth uh, mentioning when we're talking speculation. Uh, Radiant Black came out, another one, for whatever reason, I fucked up, didn't make it on the pull list, for the same reason, just forgot that week, and I, I, I think this one's gonna be a late bloomer, it might be two or three issues before it really fucking takes off, um, I don't know, let's, let's see if it's doing anything on eBay, mm-hmm. number one, Ra apparently when you put in Radiant Black as itself, it's just underwears, uh, <laughs> so image. Hmm. Has nothing sold? Yep. No, you can still give it. Get it actually undercover price. Son of a bitch. Oh wow, well, we will. I'm actually gonna go ahead and say I take advantage of that. I think we should all buy these up. I think this is gonna be one. You know, I think initially people expected a lot out of it. At first, they didn't quite get the what they were <laughs> expecting. Um, it might be a slow ramp up, but I think the payoff is there. You know, this is going to be essentially the image universe shared type of situation. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is a book to sleep on at all. Um, even though it's not in my collection. Uh, Mighty Morphin number four, uh, the identity of the Green Ranger. I'm not going to, you know, spoil anything. Um, but yeah, I don't know what this would actually mean. Um, low-key, probably, fucking, I don't know. I think it's going to be a while if this one does anything. But I also think it's not a bad idea to have more than one in, one in your collection. One for you, one for, you know, the uh, the rainy day fund. Because, like I said, um, you, I, 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 from what I understand, they're going to be doing a... a Power Rangers TV movie universe relaunch reboot type of situation and I can't see where better to pull from than the fucking comics you know I don't think they want to pull from uh, oh fuck who is the goddamn Japanese thing over there that they actually ripped off uh, I forget what the fuck they call that but um, yeah no I don't think they're pulling from that source material anymore you know what Ryan Parada is doing with this this Power Ranger universe he's, he's given them so much to go off of from Shattered Grid to... Oh, goddamn. Plenty. Just plenty. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and if that's the case, then obviously the introduction of a new character and a new Green Ranger is going to be a fucking thing. Um, yeah. Oh, did I spoil anything with new character? I actually don't even know if it's a new character. I have to do some research. They, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the fact is, is... First appearance of a new Green Ranger. Probably a big deal. Or could be. Uh, carrying on. Um, hmm. 
You know, I, uh, I scroll through my reference list here, and a lot of this really is reaching. Uh, and by that, you know, I mean it's key collector. You know, that's that's what I'm using here. I don't use key collector as a um, <laughs> a price guide. That's for damn sure. Uh, it's more of you know just a, a a reference because they put damn near everything on there. There's a good chance that <laughs> the things that uh, do mean something are probably on there as well. So yeah, I'm not talking shit about Key Collector. I'm just saying it's uh I, I'm I'm just <laughs> anybody out there going oh I want to use Key Collector. I'm just yeah. Oh, that's what it was, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Initially. You know, the, the, the speculation around this book was more um, uh, for the sake of the first time we see uh, Exegol in comics. You know, and I'm thinking, eh, I mean, a first appearance of a planet in comics I'm not too keen on. But, but, as I'm reading this, a character pops up, this, this admiral of the Imperial Navy, and I'm like, I don't remember seeing your face before. Not that I'm super knowledgeable about Star Wars, just because I haven't seen it before doesn't mean it doesn't fucking exist. Um, I'm I'm nowhere near <laughs> the Star Wars nerd I wish to be. But it is, in fact, a new character, and actually I think this Corlique character might, might be a thing. Might be a thing. Or not, but I was immediately, you know, attracted to its ugly self. I think it's a her. I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> fucking ugly. Aliens, am I right? Um, you know, I mean, my point is overall, I really do think that this is, uh, once again, another Star Wars minor key. Lots and lots and lots and lots of potential. Uh, let's see here. Okay, now the big one. Really, the big one is Taskmaster, the book that nobody picked up, the book that's continuing to climb on uh, eBay. I think it's going upwards of 20 bucks now. Um, first appearance of a character, Teguki. Uh, apparently, it's a Korean superhero. And, well, the thing is, is because nobody's reading Taskmaster, the Taskmaster number three was incredibly underordered. And nobody had a clue this character was coming. So, thus, creating a very, very high demand. Um, this being a Korean superhero, automatically I'm seeing Agents of Atlas potential. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, but it's not like a whole lot of the Agents of Atlas characters are really <laughs> through the roof right now either. There's one book with like 75 first appearances of them, and I think you can still get it for like 15 or 20 bucks. So I, I think this book will actually fizzle off. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think now is the time to buy... But as soon as you do start seeing the prices dip, I really do think it's worth getting. I just don't know if I would pay 20 bucks for it right now myself, you know, or even 15 for that matter. I had the opportunity when it was 12, and I was like, mm, no, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's long-term potential that'll be forgotten about by the time it, you know, the opportunity actually arises. So that's me and my speculation. You know, everybody's looking for someone to speculate with now. Um, you know, I'm fucking... <laughs> oh, are you perfectly happy with Comic Tom? You like you like him telling you the the, the, the the books after they're out too? Um, just like I did? Yeah, well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm just confirming the books. Uh-oh, am I throwing shade? I'm just confirming the books that I already told you to pick up during about, I don't know, three or four weeks ago on a polis priority. So... 
I already told you. I told you. Yeah, sure, not maybe not Taskmaster, but called it much? Yeah, very much. Um, so there you go. Uh, what do I know? Maybe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, even if I was wrong, um, in some way about uh, Vader, I was still right. You know, I thought I thought the reason to pick up Vader would be Exegol. Damn me. No, whole, no, I said go pick up more than one. Oh, Exegol, you know, might not be much, but probably something. And then there it is. Whole first appearance of a new big bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Look at me. Carrying on. Carrying on. <laughs> you guys want to talk about some comics? I do, too. I want to talk about some comics I read uh, last week here in just a moment. But first, I'm going to drop a little uh, friendly podcast recommendation promo from The Apocalypse. Follow The Apocalypse on Podchaser and uh, Twitter. Yep, it's hashtag The Apocalypse. It's like The Apocalypse, only there's a D instead of a C. See what I did there? <laughs> so, um, yeah, here you are. I'll be right back in just a second. screaming baby you know like i said earlier apparently she just needed dad that's it she's chilling in here in the studio now never recorded with her in here before so we'll (laughs) we'll see how this goes um all right some highlights man i talked i i read some some uh, that was a thick stack this week that's for sure some good stuff uh actually some really good stuff i'm i'm happy to say so let's let's get right down to it. The nitty gritty. How about some DC? I only got one DC book to talk about this week. I'm slowly catching up on Future State, as you know. Fell behind, blah 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 stuff. Um, but no, I'm I'm working on getting back to it. So I caught up on both issues of Future State, Teen Titans. Um, definitely one that very very interested in. You know, even being somebody that's really never never admittedly. <laughs> read a Teen Titans book before. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I want to know who Red X is, too. Uh, and honestly, these these characters, these new characters, sound pretty intriguing. So, yeah, caught up, and as far as the, the second issue goes, I'll be damned. Let's get down to it. Uh, first off, who is it? Tim Sheridan, Rafa Sandoval, and Alejandro Sanchez. Uh, our team, our Titans... They're prepared for the four riders of the apocalypse. Famine and uh, all of them. All of the bad people. Uh, so, yeah. Um, now, uh, Red X. Apparently, uh, there's some unspoken history between the Titans and Red X. And Nightwing is cho- chosen to you know, bring Red X on the team, despite the rest of the team's best wishes. 
But nevertheless, he finds value in and Red X is trying to, you know, kind of show redemption. So, yeah. Um, they all team up. Uh, really, the major plan is to use Raven's abilities to tether the four riders of the apocalypse together, and Shazam is going to take them to the Rock of Eternity to be uh, imprisoned for, well, eternity. So, yeah. Does it work out? Well, yeah, actually, kind of. Um, in, in some way, shape, or form. Not quite like they expect, but it's... Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's on such a... It ends on such a cliffhanger that... It's, it's it's really hard to determine. I gotta read Shazam now to figure out where it is. It kind of like pulls into that. Um, but you know, during all of this, uh, apparently Red X, you know, uses the H dial to bring back all these fallen titans, and we get these very ambiguous panels of an unhooded Red X slathered in shadow. So yeah, at this point, we still don't know who the fuck it is. Is it Clown Hunter? Is it uh, um, Damien? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, me, personally, I actually do think that it is Damien. I, I, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I haven't been reading Robbie and Robin and Eternal either. I, I, I really don't have a fucking clue. You know, he takes off the mask and he goes, hello, old friends, and everyone's like, well, it can't be Clown Hunter. I'm like, well, yeah, no, I mean, it, it takes place in the future. Clown Hunter could have developed a friendship in between uh, then and now. Uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it's Clown Hunter, though. Um, that's that's just me. I think Clown Hunter's Clown Hunter. Uh, but I, I do think that it is, yeah, I think it's Damien. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's still lots to speculate on now. So, you know, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if we'll ever use these characters again. We don't know anything with DC. They say a lot of things, but that doesn't mean they're going to do it. Uh, <coughs> 5G. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to say I read a Titans book though, you know, caught up on Future State and it was a good read. It was a good read. Uh, let's let's talk a let's talk a little Marvel now. Let's talk a little Marvel about Darth Vader. Darth Vader number ten. Greg Pak, Rafael Anko, and Niraj Menon. Uh, this book once again proves that Darth Vader is the biggest gangster in the galaxy. Or any galaxy, for that matter. You know, where we left off before, uh, Vader had Ochi of Bastoon, and they were on their way to Exegol. He was going to go get this thing that uh, Palpatine's been, been you know, hoarding or hiding or whatever, this very powerful, um, uh, what do they call the, what, 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 uh, the fucking thing in, what's the movie? Uh, the, the Spider-Man movie, the, the Miles Morales, the, the goober. <laughs> They're going to get the goober. Um, so, yeah. But, but, now we pick up in this issue, and a big old fucking giant goddamn monster blocking him. You know, a big old goddamn monster. A Suma Verminoth, apparently. Apparently it's the, the biggest predator in the galaxy. If it doesn't get you with, you know, with its body, it'll get you with its mind. What does that mean? Well, we'll find out. So, you know, Vader's like, eh, no retreat, I'm not doing this. 
you know, Ochi's like, oh, you should probably retreat. Uh, doesn't, doesn't. Um, <laughs> but right behind him, even if he were to retreat, is, uh, well, the, uh, the, the, the Empire. And as you know, not so happy with Vader. He went against Palpatine's wishes and sentenced to death, blah 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 uh, So we, this is where we get the first appearance of this, this, this new admiral. And, well, orders, orders, death upon Vader. Sends out like 12 TIE fighters, Vader takes them out easily. Then sends out like 100, Vader still just, fuck this, takes out a bunch of them, and then does the unthinkable, goes towards the monster. At this point, uh, Admiral, what's her face, what's its face? I don't know, like I said, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Just kind of, like, you know what, fuck it, the the beast will get it. And, well, uh, they evade. They pew their way out of there. Of course, Admiral's still like, eh, didn't get it with his body, get it with its mind. And this is where we find out what that means. You know, as they kinda make their way around this Summa Verminoth type of thing. Um, you see like this red cloud gaseous type of thing creeping into the 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 cockpit. And yeah, I mean, huh. then we get the sequence with Vader that's pretty fucking rad. And essentially um, it is, you know, Vader seeing the way he dies. And then, yeah, they, they crash land on Exegol, they make it. And then, you know, Ochi kind of confirms, hey, did you see that shit too, man? And survive, and all's good, man. We, we, we did it. Didn't beat it with its body, or, 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 or yeah, we, we beat its body and its mind. This whole Summa Verminoth thing. Well, and they turn around, and there it is. You know, Summa Verminoth. Face to face, and I'll be damned if Vader doesn't single handedly kill this motherfucker with the Force. Just boom, puts its ass to sleep for life. <laughs> and uh, knowing that, you know, he was been warned by Puppetine, you use the Force, I'm gonna kill you. And Vader says the most gangster thing ever. Uh, I've been threatened with this many times, and here I am. So come at me, bro. I think were his exact words. So, yeah, fucking A. He's a goddamn gangster. I'm going to say it every time. Vader is a gangster. Oh, it's so goddamn good. So now they're on Exegol. They're there to get the goober, and uh, hmm, what's the goober? We'll find out in the next issue, I presume. Oh, man. You know, this is is through, through 10 issues now. Vader, absolutely solid. Absolutely solid. If you're not reading it, mm mm. Ah, you're missing out. If you're a Star Wars fan and not reading it, you're uh, committing sin. From Aftershock Comics. From Aftershock Comics, we got Scouts Honor. Scouts Honor number two. David Peppos and Luca Casalanguida. Oh, man. This book right here. You know, I didn't think there's any way you could top the first issue. Didn't think it was possible. Uh, and then, the, uh, I, I, but I love being wrong. Boy, do I love being wrong in these types of situations. So let's just uh, let's just talk about this. Um, Kit, our main character, she's back at home. You know, after her little encounter there, she's back at home. Dad's there to make sure she's all, you know, recovering. And, uh, yeah. and, and she she <laughs> uh, she she tells her dad, "Hey, I got this drone here. It contains possibly she knows that it contains the the truth." The 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 mm, not so awesome to, truth about Doctor Hancock, you know the the essentially their god, you know she even says oh thank Hancock, you know and thank God thank Hancock, um mm, so yeah well, apparently not the man or God, 
he uh, claims to be. Uh, sounds like some tales may have been twisted, and this, this particular drone may have the answers to it. She doesn't come out and tell him all of that. She just says, I think you should try to re retrieve all the data on this you can. So, yeah. Um, you know, while he's doing that, she's she's out doing it. And she, uh, she meets back up with the... Oh, fuck. Uh, her, her, her best friend, Dez. And Dez says, hey, man. And Dez's dad is the, uh, the, the leader, the scoutmaster. And says, hey, man, dad wants to talk to you. So, uh, good luck, bro. Because, you know, thanks, Kit's a dude. So, <laughs> everyone thinks Kit's a dude except for her dad. Uh, so, you know, she meets with the Scoutmaster, and, you know, she thinks he's going to be reprimanded, and not so much. Turns out, Scoutmaster goes, so it turns out, dude, you're, like, super badass, bro. Um, you want to maybe be our, uh, our, our contender for the Eagle Guard? Now, in this, you know, it's, uh, this is awkward, because Dez, the Scoutmaster's son, is supposed to be the run, one running for Eagle Guard, so he kind of goes over his own son to pick what he considers to be the better candidate, you know, admirable. Right? Well, Des is in a weird situation. Um, for one, she knows that <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Uh, and two, you know, she wouldn't really want to do that to her friend. So she declines. She declines. You know, life goes on, whatever. Um, so she meets back up with Des, and, you know, they're, oh, how is it with, you know, did he make you shit your pants, bro? And blah, blah, blah. Uh, I can make you feel better, you know, and. Uh, does something that no one really sees coming, and he goes in for a kiss. And immediately, you know, that, the same thoughts run through her head that are running through my head. Does he know that that's a uh, lady? And has he known all along? Or uh, is he a homosexual? I don't know. I don't know. She even says it herself. Like, wait, does, does, does he know? I don't know. Wait, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, obviously there's mixed feelings. So she... Jets. She's like, dude, I gotta get some air. See you later. Um, runs back home. When she gets home, it's not really the sight that she's hoping to see. Um, her dad, who has been left alone, is being attacked by the highwaymen, and the highwaymen also want the information off of this drone. I think he called it like. Be oh, fuck. I don't know. It's like some super awesome throwback 90s name. Not Beep Boop. You know, I gotta open this up just to find out for myself. Mm-hmm. What is his name? What do they call it? Uh, it's 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 good. Damn it. God. Urgh. Weeblow. That's what it is. Weeblow. It's Wobello. We I don't know. Wasn't Weeblow like uh fucking Flubber or something? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but still, it's just a super awesome name. So yeah, he's like given this drone like a little pet name and everything it's just the nicest guy you know it's just gonna helpful get some information um you know hide my daughter's girl identity and let her be her best self you know seems like a swell guy as he gets the shit beat out of him by the highwaymen um yeah well kit being the badass that she is she comes in and she subdues the highwaymen but unfortunately uh her her dad just you know he, he ends up dying in her arms and this spawns a, a change of heart in her you know uh, now she she's she's willing to go out for eagle scout or not eagle scout uh, eagle 
Mm, Eagle Ranger? Eagle Guard. That's what it is. Eagle Guard. And, um, yeah. I mean, oof. This, this is... <sighs> Once, this, this book did not get the Deuceitis, like I, like I uh, tend to say. It did not drop a deuce. Absolutely incredible for a second issue. For any issue, for that matter. Um, honestly, it almost could have been a final issue. <laughs> um, but, no. Old David Pepos wouldn't do that to us. So, yeah. Um, if you're not reading Scout's Honor, I've said it once, I'll say it again. You know, I'm not here to gatekeep and tell anybody how to collect comics, but if you're not reading Scout's Honor, you really are doing it wrong. Um, you're, you're missing out on quite possibly the, uh, the best thing in newsprint. No, that's not really newsprint anymore, but you get the point. <sighs> what else? What else is there to talk about? Those were honestly, like, really my top three highlights. You know, I had one from DC, one from Marvel, and uh, um, uh, definitely an indie gem for sure. But alas, that wasn't all I read. You know, I got some some quick honorable mentions here. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go through, see what we got. Oh, some King and Black. Yeah, there's a lot of King and Black stuff this week. Uh, Thunderbolts. <laughs> Matthew Rosenberg just continues to kill it with Thunderbolts. We get more of him, or uh, him, Wilson Fisk putting his team together. What is it, kid? What is it, kiddo? You want to sit on Dad's lap? See, I knew I, I knew I couldn't go a whole podcast without her. Ah, oh, all right. Um, yeah. So this is this is what we're what we're doing now. Thunderbolts. Um. Yeah, don't don't fucking sleep on this book. It's still my favorite tie-in from The King in Black, and uh, whew, Matthew Rosenberg just doing his thing. There is one panel in here that um, act, I, I was reading it two o'clock in the morning, and I still laughed out loud as I'm reading it. <laughs> it's a well. Uh, I, I, there's no way I could explain it without, um, you know. I mean, yeah, no, it would, it would just be wrong. But it it is seriously a fucking Wilson Fisk, uh, Norman Osborn laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Um, another King and Black tie-in, uh, Fantastic Four number twenty-nine tied in. So bump, bam. Uh, yeah. Um, fucking amazing. Was it Fantastic Four twenty-eight amazing? No, but that was probably the best Fantastic Four issue. I really recall reading in this run, uh, but th- this one, yeah, no, it, it, it tied in well, uh, very dark, there's some, uh, there's some loss for sure, <sighs> um, these last uh, few issues, at least the last two of Fantastic Four have been, I mean, no pun intended, um, absolutely fantastic, oh yeah, uh, Daredevil, still tying into King and in Black. Daredevil number 27. <laughs> um, oh, man. Once again, uh, Daredevil is a friggin' G, man. You know, he gets taken over by Noel, and he's got this bad-ass look to him. But the thing is, is that he's not taken over by Noel. I know, she's cool, huh? Um, yeah, no, he, he, he he's fighting it, and he's able to... Oh, he ele- he puts himself in the fucking electric chair to break Noel's bond. Like how oh, it's so goddamn good. Meanwhile, Electra's still out being a badass Daredevil in her own self. Um, oh, uh, Daredevil is inc- incredible. Can you just picture Marco Caceto uh, drawing Daredevil nullified 
throughout an entire book. Like, what, what more could you want in life? That, that, that's it. That's it. Um, X-Force. X-Force 17. Once again, another fucking amazing book. This one is uh, all about Quentin. He, he uh, and his many, many deaths. He, he just kind of, <laughs> he, he goes on, a, he's, he's, he says he's the most important member of the X-Force because he's the one that takes the, uh, uh, he dies the most. <laughs> he's, he's like, and this is kind of what it is. It's almost, oh yeah, it's almost like, um, I don't know, it, it's the many deaths of, uh, of Quentin, essentially. <laughs> uh, just you're gonna have to read it for yourself. There's no way. I wish I could have highlight, highlighted this one, but it's you, you just gotta enjoy it on your own. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, why are you cutting with that baby right there? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it happens. It happens. I'm working on it. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk scumbag. Scumbag number four. Uh, yeah, almost don't feel comfortable talking about this book with uh, <laughs> with a little Phoebe on my lap, even though I'm dropping F-bombs and everything. This one's gnarly. Uh, just like the, 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 the cover depicts, almost every single panel in this uh, issue depicts nudity um, within the, the realms of uh, an orgy. Um, yeah. No full frontal genitalia, but there is some shadow behind genitalia shown. And uh, <laughs> just, uh, I mean, if mm, if you think the cover in any way, shape, or form is raunchy, then, the, then you wouldn't enjoy the inside of this book. Um, unless you're into raunchy, because it is... Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was I was reading this book, and the the lovely Tatiana walked in, and I almost I like closed it <laughs> almost like a, it was like oh no can't catch me reading this and i realized and then i just you know I, that looked really weird and she's like what the fuck i was like no no, no I'm, I'm reading the weirdest book right now and i didn't want you to judge me and <laughs> but nevertheless it's it's still scumbag man the the first couple pages that aren't orgy is him with a uh um a beer cap uh and instead of beer it's cocaine up his nose the whole time. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous in all the best ways. Uh, Can't say I recommend it for everyone, but if you're looking for something definitely off the beaten path, then this is it. Scumbag is it. And then the, the, last, the last little honorable mention I want to run down uh, was Turtles this week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 114. Uh, we got Taka and Razor in here. Uh, it's, uh, um, the, the, there's some there's some moments in here for sure. Like a lot of these turtle books have had, definitely some some mm, some real some real gut wrenchers. But you know, Lita's from the back from the future, and she's being told by the person that you know is essentially. Uh, I guess you could say in charge of her. You, you got to come back, and then she begs and pleads, "Hey, can I help my turtle friends? If they don't change their timeline, they're all gonna die." And uh, yeah, I don't. I still don't know if this is tying in the last Ronin or not, or what's going on. But mm-mm, good stuff. And then the 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 final, the last few pages with the meeting of Taka and Razor. Oh, it is. 
it's so i mean it's so derived from the movie very different whole different set and everything and uh but uh yeah no it's mm -mm. <laughs> the fucking donuts and everything i know it's funny huh um yeah no it, it, it's a banger sophie campbell is killing it killing it doing the turtles and uh shit i think that's it i think that's it for the highlights this week i've i I said it was a thick stack. There's plenty, plenty to pull from. Um, if you want to see what else I brought home, uh, then check out the YouTube video. And there, every Wednesday, you'll see a weekly, uh, you know, check out my poll list type of video. And I go over all the stuff that came home. Believe me, this was, this was only about a third of it. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff to catch up on, for sure. A lot of apocalypse books this week. But what are you going to do? Um, do I have any wall books this week? Let me see. Uh, yeah, it looks like I have a couple. Nope, just the one. Just the one. Oh, yeah. No, this, uh, <laughs> Robin Eternal. Robin Eternal number two, the Daniel Warren Johnson cover. Oh, god damn. Yeah, it's, it's already in a mile. Right, it's going up on the wall. So there we go. I do got a, I did bring home a wall book, you know, books for the, uh, sake of the cover. Because that's, you know, what the fuck a wall book is. Uh, or is it? Is it just a key? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I've been distracted as hell during this podcast. It's uh, <laughs> a little Phoebe here. She wants all the attention all the time. Um, yeah, but nevertheless, I hope you've got something from this. Uh, I, you know, I, I hope I've influenced you to go out and check out something new or maybe changed your mind on something. Maybe you thought something this week was going to be dog shit and, you know, my praises swayed you. That's that's the only way I want to sway your opinion is for the better. I'm not here to ever say don't read this because I didn't like it. That's not mm -mm. that's not what this show's about. We're all about fucking the 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 prosperity of comics and saying don't read something isn't isn't yeah that's not helping anybody. Uh, so there you go. Oh, I think I've uh, rambled enough. Uh, if you've made it this far, old. Oh, Crumb bless you because <laughs> yikes. Um, make sure you you, you leave the uh, the iTunes review is the word I'm looking for. The Apple Podcast review, incredibly important to the growth of this podcast. Remember to follow hashtag the Apocalypse on uh, uh, Podchaser and Twitter for the best group of independent podcasts the internet has to offer. And it's continuously growing. So, yeah. Um, great stuff there. The Apocalypse. Uh, remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to see some sort of visual version of my goofiness. Uh, you're not going to see the podcast in video form. It's all different content. Uh, I don't reuse my content. You know, I, It's an audio podcast, so I keep the podcast part on iTunes and Spotify. And I keep the stuff that I want to show you on YouTube. So, there you go. How's that for some incentive? Oh, and then Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cheers to Comics. If you do that, sweet. Um, yeah, I've, I've had fun, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, you all, please start a poll list. Read responsibly. Stay safe. I know I got it mixed up this time, but the baby, you know. Say bye, Phoebe. And she waved at the mic, so. <laughs> uh, cheers, fuckers.
Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. 